I realized I hadn't done an episode here in January. It's been kind of a month of uh, waiting and uh, and stuff. But there's a couple things I wanted to um, come on and just talk to you a little bit a, a bit about. Uh, first of all, my dear friend uh, Raleigh Keegan just put out a new uh, single that uh, came out, I guess, really early this morning called "Nude in Nashville." And uh, again, Raleigh, you've hit it out of the park. Uh, instant country. Um, I, I swear. I, I mean, it's 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 just wonderful instant country, classic feel to it about uh, his journey coming to Nashville and um, where it's headed. I mean, this kid is headed for great things. Every song that comes out of this young man has. Uh, it's just knocked it out of the park. I mean, um, I know that the, he is headed places, and I've shared his work with a couple of my friends, uh, especially Jason who uh, and Kenny, too, who have... Um, Indicated, you know, hey, you know, this is this is this is a really a young man to watch here in Nashville. So um, I just want to congratulate you, my my good friend Raleigh, and I'm still working on my uh, idea for falling face down a Nashville song. Um, update on the injury. Um, I'm getting much better by the day. The uh, scar on the nose is still a little bit noticeable. I was uh, joking around saying it's kind of my Harry Potter because it's kind of jagged, like, you know, the Harry Potter lightning mark on his scar on his head, (laughs) but it's on my nose. Um, It's looking better by the day. Um, My teeth are healing, although the one tooth is still chipped and uh, still a lot of scar tissue there. The arm is getting much better. Um... The wrist, uh, regaining use of the wrist, uh, working through the um, scar tissue in the wrist. The bones have healed up nicely. It still feels really weird to have metal plates in your arm. It feels like I'm constantly carrying a baseball bat (laughs) in my left hand. Um, There's still a little numbness and scar tissue, and I was told it could take up to a year post-injury to really get it back. But I'm starting to get the movement back. Um, Still very, very clumsy. Um, it's like I have two right hands instead of two left hands because I'm left-handed. Um, but I am healing. I'm getting there and, uh, hopefully have some really good things happening here soon. Um, this road to recovery has not been easy, but you know, um, I think that, uh, you know, we all go through tough times and, and, uh, you know, being tough and strong, um, and being tough and strong for those around us too, um, you know, says a lot about our characters. And um, you know, there are days I just want to curl up and cry, and then there are other days it's like, you know, I'm gonna get through this, and we're gonna get through this, and everything's gonna be all right, you know. And and we're very close to everything being all right and uh, stuff. I also had the opportunity to uh, try out uh, Red Perch here on uh, on Charlotte. Um, it's a, a young couple, um, and it kind of combines Hawaiian and Australian-style type uh, seafood. And uh, very nice, very nice people. I had the opportunity to meet them when I went in there uh, last week and just ordered uh, their cod uh, fish and chips. Um, with their uh, tartar sauce, which is really, which is really good. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed my dinner, did an Instagram post on it, and uh, just really, truly enjoyed it. Um, 
And uh, I highly recommend it. I plan on um, hopefully uh, uh, stopping by again, try their calamari. There's some other things on the menu, too, that are just really, really intriguing. And um, I hope that... uh, uh, you know, I wish them all the success in the world because it's it's just a really wonderful uh, little restaurant with really great food uh, that I recommend here over in uh, the West Nashville area, uh, Sylvan Heights area. And um, also had the opportunity, um, oh gosh, probably about two and a half weeks ago to uh, or, uh, order from uh, Chattable. And I've talked about Chattable before, you know, Mahit uh, Chuhan, a wonderful lady um, and wonderful restaurant that she has here and ordered their uh, fried chicken basket, which uh, was out of this world. Their samosa chots, um, really love that. And, and when you order order it online and it comes to you, you have to uh, make the chot yourself. Uh, you know, with with the sauces and the chutney and the and the uh, chickpea based. Um, uh, I don't even know what it's called. That goes over. It's not a curry. That goes over the uh, samosas. You know, you break up the samosas and add the uh, sauces and everything to make the chot. And uh, it's really really good. And of course, I love the uh, one flatbread. And I know I'm going to get the name wrong, so I'm not going to try it. But there is one flatbread um, that's kind of really flat and buttery. And I, I I'm, have to stay pretty much gluten-free, gluten-free uh, um, although I can eat some stuff with white flour. And uh, this really didn't bother me. And, and it was really just a just a really good, wonderful uh, meal, uh, that, that I had ordered in, uh, the other day based on the appetizers, you know, you can, you can make an entire meal out of all the wonderful chots and, and samosas and other appetizers that she has there. And, um, I do really highly recommend, um, Chattable here, uh, on the uh, west side of Nashville. And, um, and just, you know, January is kind of a tough month for me. Um, nine years ago, um, I lost my father. And um, I started to do an episode earlier this week, but I just kind of went places where I didn't want to go uh, with that episode. But um, I want to tell you, my father was my hero. He was a Lutheran minister, and, but he was never really preachy with us. He um uh, was his dad. I mean, he, he was just this wonderful man who loved life, who loved sports, who loved his family, who had this wonderful sense of humor and this positive outlook on life. And, you know, he, growing up, he didn't have it real easy. He grew up in, uh, in rural Ohio on a farm and, uh, the family was very poor. First, first of the family to go to college, you know, he had to call in at a very young age. Um, went to my alma mater, uh, Wittenberg University and, um, uh, which is why I ended up at Wittenberg <laughs> and, uh, in Springfield, Ohio, uh, home of John Legend, <laughs> very, another, uh, really wonderful family from the Springfield area. And of course, uh, I'm related to the, uh, on my mother's side, uh, to the Youngs who own Youngs Dairy out in Yellow Springs. Uh, my great grandmother was a young. Uh, my grandfather um, grew up on the farm along with his uh, brother and sister, and um, 
it's just it's just a really wonderful place. If you get a chance, they just reopened a brand new um, uh, renovated uh, facility for the ice cream and to go eat. And they have all sorts of activities on the farm. But no stop at Young's is complete until you go to the dairy barn and you go see the cows and the goats and and uh, <laughs> you know some of the, the calves inside when they're calves. And it's just and you know the family still works a farm. Uh, they are my would be my mother's cousins who started you know the whole Young's uh, ice cream stuff and then their descendants. So um, I'm from the the other other line of the Youngs that uh, the uh, th- um, from Clara uh, Clara Young was my great grandmother, so you know I'm descended down uh, kind of that line. <laughs> But um, I do highly recommend it, and uh, I had talked about Young's uh, on Instagram too, and and um, oh, it was on Mahit Mahit Shawn's uh, Johan. Uh, I'm sorry if I, I mess your name, main, last name up, Mahit, but. Um, post about ice cream, you know, where to get ice cream. And when the guys came on and, you know, after I talked about Young's Dairy, Yellow Springs, I uh, said one of the best places to take it to John Bryan State Park. And if you've never been to John Bryan State Park, it's it's a very fascinating uh, place. There are some gorges there. Um, it's rumored that uh, the Shawnee Indians, uh, before they uh, had to move out to Oklahoma, um, around the time of Tecumseh, um, had uh, you know they they had a very strong influence there. There's rumor that their their silver was buried uh, somewhere around the Yellow Springs area, and um, it's a great place to go uh, hike and take take photographs. And um, then in Yellow Springs, the Yellow Springs is actually named for a uh, uh, spring that is down in Glen Helen Nature Preserve that. Um, it's you you take a hike down to and um it it kind of has a yellowish tint to it um i guess there must be some iron or something in the water down there but that's where the town of yellow springs um gets its name uh yellow springs is also home to antioch university um which is has gone through this revival uh it had been uh the Campus, main campus had been shut down for a while. They still maintain an online presence for a while. And now they have opened it back up and reviving it. And uh, there's all sorts of shops and and, um, uh, artisan places and restaurants in Yellow Springs. So if you get a chance to go, to go there, uh, that's another place I highly recommend. Um, And then, you know, uh, here in Nashville... Um, I've been stopping up at the Richland Farm Market uh, frequently and buying from different vendors. And, uh, of course, I did a whole episode talking about meeting uh, the Creole Diva. Lynn's not up there right now. It's way too cold and, and everything. But a lot of under, other ben- vendors are still up there. Um, and it's just a really wonderful place. If you get a chance on a Saturday morning, I think now here in the winter, it's uh, between 10 and 12 that they're open. So um, if you get a chance, uh, do stop up there. And... Um, and uh, I had kolaches last week, but the uh, couple this is this weekend is going to be their last weekend because they're expecting a baby. And I wish I had the name of the company right now so I could give them a shout out. Um, but uh, but uh, they were really, really good. And I got some hand pies, too, from another vendor. 
and um, those were really, really good. I tell you, it's, it's, it's just a good place to go up there, and people bring their dogs up there, and um, lots of fresh produce, and uh, depending on what's on in season, you could always pick up a cup of hot coffee or a bubble tea, um, and... Uh, and uh, Mama Yang's uh, and da- Mama Yang and daughter's dumplings are usually up there, and I've had those before. I bought some, and uh, they are really, really incredible. So uh, another good place here in Nashville to go. And um, you know, again, um, I really hope that you uh, do check out my friend Raleigh Keegan's new new uh, single, uh, "New to Nashville." Um, I really kind of. Um, I really kind of wanted to quote a few of his lines here um, about Nashville because it is it is so true what he's written here. It says, a thousand dreams a day, a thousand hungry heartbreaks coming, but you can't walk away. Because someday you might might just be something, and that ain't nothing new to Nashville. And I think for Raleigh, that is so true because this young man is really going places. And Nashville is a place where so many people want their dreams. And whether it's a dream to be a country musician, whether it's a dream to be a songwriter, you know, I write lyrics. Uh, my lyrics have been uh, sent to uh, several uh, songwriters, and I'm hoping at some point here uh, they're going to be released in some songs. I know that uh, I've been the inspiration of a couple uh, songs, including a couple hit songs, and um, you know, or my writings were, um, you know, taken the songwriters and said, "Hey, what can you turn this into?" You know, and um, it's really cool that. Uh, there is this opportunity here in Nashville, and, and as an, a visual artist too, you know, as a photographer and stuff, you know, I've had uh, Lowe's Nashville asked to use um, my photographs in uh, their social media marketing. I had Crew, uh, the eyeglass company, asked to use uh, one of my images in one of their social media campaigns for Nashville, and there are a lot of opportunities here for for artists and and uh, photographers and stuff to get your work out there and um you know I do my best to showcase stuff on on my social media um and uh show um Nashville and but also do my own uh photographic style which is you know nature based um flowers leaves abstracts reflections um photos of, uh, you know, Centennial Park is one of my favorite places. I was there earlier this week uh, during the golden hour and got some, and there were just these fantastic clouds. And I was able to um, uh, manipulate some of them and uh, been posting this series of kind of reflection abstracts. And I'm thinking maybe I might turn them into NFTs and uh, do a series of Nashville uh, reflection abstracts as NFTs. And that's another interesting market too. Um, I research NFTs a lot and cybersecurity and um, a lot of, uh, of um, insurance issues regarding NFTs, which there really is not all that much. But we're starting to see, you know, some major... Um, 
uh, artists and the artist families jumping into the NFT market. And I think that the fine art market really in NFTs is going to be really exciting here. Um, a couple of uh, Pablo Picasso's uh, heirs um, are getting ready to do an NFT. It is a ceramic vase that has remained in the family that has never been seen. Uh, they teased with just like the signature on the bottom uh, that they're getting ready to turn off and do an NFT with in, in conjunction. And John Legend is actually uh, contributed some music to uh, do this NFT. And then the uh, vase will also be auctioned off as well. And uh, so it's, it's it's just some really exciting stuff happening. You know, they're not just all the board ape clubs or or all these cartoon figures. You know, um, yeah, we got to look at what what on the NFT market is going to be um, viable in the future. You know, um, you know, everybody's jumped on these cartoon markets. Are we going to see that, or are we going to see more of the uh, fine art? Uh, NFTs such as Picasso and Damien Hirst and some of the other, um, you know, some of the big museums are jumping on the NFT market too. And, um, you know, if you have a high value NFT, I'm going to recommend this to you. I'm going to recommend that you put it in cold cold storage instead of on a hot hot wallet. Uh, a cold storage is an actual device that will hold the NFT that keeps it safe so it cannot be hacked. And I do believe already that there are some insurers out there who will insure will insure um, the cold storage and NF- NFTs. They are working with, um, uh, you know, th- this is this is still all new. Um, working with some product development uh, to ensure F- NFTs. And there's not a lot for just the common person to um, ensure an NFT. They, there is still some copying issues, some theft issues, um, people stealing them. You know, uh, you know decentralized finance uh, has some advantages. It has some disadvantages. But uh, that was also on my mind here today. But anyway... Here's what I'm going to recommend. I'm going to recommend that y'all take a listen to Raleigh Keegan's new single, um, uh, Noon in Nashville. I'm going to recommend y'all take a trip, if you're in Nashville, to Chattable and to Red Perch. They're right down the street from each other, just about a block and a half, about a block and a half away from each other. And I'm going to recommend, uh, if you have a Saturday morning free and you're in Nashville, to go to the Richland Farm Market. And if you're up in Ohio or visiting Ohio, I highly recommend you go out to Young's, uh, Young's Dairy in Yellow Springs and uh, get some really good ice cream. And I want to thank you for listening. Just a little addendum to uh, my episode. As soon as I uh, recorded it and was uh, looking through stuff for work, I found out that the uh, Picasso family and heirs um, decided against allowing uh, Picasso NFTs, and uh, so the NFTs of the ceramic work will not be coming out. Um, Now, uh, you know, uh, family disagreements are something else, but anyway, just wanted to add that to this episode, and thank you all for listening.